I consider this the ideal opportunity. I feel very comfortable with gold and silver. That clock doesn't stop. That they can see the big picture, that's even better. That's a good word, demanding. I'm happy to have on the show today, Mike Stark. He's the CEO of Arizona Silver Exploration, the next emerging gold discovery project in Northwest Arizona. And we were just talking about some of the struggles of being a publicly traded gold and silver exploration company. And what happens when the market doesn't actually have any direction to it and it's going sideways? So Mike, what are you going through on a day-to-day right now? First of all, thanks for the opportunity to be here. The market right now is very undecisive. Matter of fact, I'll use the word even skittish. There is no sediment for gold and silver exploration companies right now, and it's very, very weak. The sector is so small, the benefit to that is it wouldn't take much to send it the other way and very, very violently or quickly, if you wish to prefer use words. So right now, I consider this the ideal opportunity to cherry pick what is potentially way undervalued, which a lot of the stocks are. There's no question, even some of the producers are, but until that sediment changes, I could see us just going horizontal from here. Good news is being produced, very lackluster response to it, we'll say. In the day, and let's go back about four or five years, if these announcements, and there's several out there with really good announcements, the stock would have gone up 15 to 25% on good news. Now you're lucky to see it go up 1% and trade 40 to 60,000 shares, whereas before it would trade four or 500,000 shares. So it's a definite different marketplace. The other thing that's good about it, I guess, in some ways, we're getting a cleansing in the marketplace. We're not, the companies that were maybe not as going, not gonna have a producer or not gonna have an opportunity to go to those producing standards are falling off. And therefore, I hate to use the term, the cream is coming to the top. And I'm not suggesting that we are, I'm just being very blanketed about the segment of the entire sector. I wish everybody nothing but great success, but there is definitely some people that are falling off the market now. So when the sentiment is like this, it doesn't matter that the the businesses are great. I mean, like mining companies, if you're hitting deposits right now, you have a high gold price, you have a high and a silver price that should be elevating. They're cash flow rich businesses. Exactly. Exactly. If anything, it's it's a time where as a junior, you're you're being watched very closely. And those that have the next possible large discovery are being preyed on because their valuation is so low. The majors are producing cash daily with the sale of a $2,000 gold price or 1900 if you wish. Therefore, they're making substantial profits. They're, they're paying down debt if they have debt. They're actually grabbing on to another discovery potential, funding those, but they're being very careful. They don't, they're not in any rush. They don't have to be in any rush in the current market condition. So it's, it's an interesting time that way, definitely. There is definitely gonna be more mergers and acquisitions in the near future, simply because these majors are, are taking down their resources. They're actually mining it. So therefore they've got to keep their momentum moving forward with the ability to come into another discovery to produce again. What actually brought you into this world of gold and silver exploration? I guess that's the entrepreneur side of me. I've always taken an interest in the market and I feel very comfortable with gold and silver. I buy the commodity and the raw content as well. My investment in Arizona silver exploration is major considering what most people would put into the company or any company for that matter. But that's also a sign of my confidence in the company and our leadership team as well. 
Our VP of exploration is Greg Hahn. Greg has been in the industry for over 43 years, built, operated three mines in his lifetime, and sold those for other companies that he's worked for. That's an established creditation. Jim Mingle financed more than $175 million in companies that he's worked for. A proven, proven stat and a very, very affluent man in the business world. We have other members of the team. Tom Rand, VP of Expert, and that is amazing that he would see the likes of what we're doing and like to come on site and help out. Gail Simpson sold two companies in his time frame as well, Exeter and Extory, both to majors. These guys have been there, done that, guys, and they're well-versed, but they're also helping a little guy like me bring this company forward, and it's very pleasing to have that. It's nice being around it being surrounded by a strong team like that, really bring it together. Yeah. So are they helping on kind of the technology side of it? Like these are the proper practices to move in and get the most yields, find the right deposits? Not in finding the deposits, but when we're talking dealing with people, absolutely, that's the, that's the influence and that's the help. Greg's got a great handle and Mark, our, our, our field geologist has got a great handle on the ground and, and Greg, is a veteran in finding discovery. So that area is taken care of very well. Now it's it's Yale meeting new introductions, bringing us forward to people that he has dealt with worldwide, whether it be Europe or North America, or even South America for that matter. He's well connected. Tom is extremely well connected. And then Jim is very well connected in the financial areas that I wouldn't be able to do without their help. So it's, it's a tremendous team working very well together. If you could go back and tell your younger self one thing, what would it be? That's a great question. Very honestly, I didn't think it would be this tough sometimes and it's challenging. It's it's most rewarding to to share to see the company do as well as it's doing right now. And I know that there's bigger expectations and we will succeed. But the time sometimes it takes to make these things happen is has been astonishing. In my previous life, I we, because it wasn't only me, we would have to act quickly or else that fire got bigger. And I'll, I'll explain what I'm saying. I was a previous firefighter. And if you didn't put that fire out, it doubled every 30 seconds. Well, guess what? You got a real problem unless you deal with it quickly. That's the mandate that I had coming into this industry. But then there's people that just don't work that way. And you have to wait. You have to wait for the permit. You have to wait for the driller to be on site. These things are difficult when you've had a different way of working in your life. I've run two other public companies and because I was in charge, you could make things happen quicker. It's not the case here necessarily. Don't get me wrong. It's It's been very successful and very smooth, but what I thought would take two or three days takes a week or two weeks or longer sometimes. And that's what's frustrating. That's all. What uh, sectors were the other companies you ran in? The, I had some involvement with Xtory and, and Ex Exeter in a small way, just I was doing my own little bit of, I call it IR with a group of people. And I really got behind it because again, Yale was showing me some great leadership, some great opportunity for value to increase. So I back people like that. People that have the strength and, and obviously the knowledge is one thing, but that they can see the big picture, that's even better. And Yale's a big picture guy. He he generally sees it's not this big anymore. It could be this big with a little bit of work. And that's the type of guy he is. If one of our listeners woke up tomorrow and is like, I want to be the CEO of a publicly traded company, how do they even begin? I literally 
stumbled into this. So that's a really good question. It's not easy. And I'm not even saying I am the best candidate. Definitely there's better people out there, no question about it. I'll be very straight with that. It takes time. It takes continuous conser conserved effort. It's a seven day week job for me. I'm asking myself sometimes and no question about it. I'd love to take a week off and go somewhere. You just don't have that luxury, not with the intensity of the market right now. You've got to be available, reachable at all times. And I'm happy to be that guy. I'm really happy to be that guy. But it's it can be straining. Like, don't go in there thinking you can just put a couple hours into it each day and everything's going to be rosy. Not a chance. I get phone calls, not anymore because I turn my cell phone off, but I used to get cell, cell calls at two or three in the morning from Europe because that's their daytime or vice versa. Australia calls at nine o'clock at night because they're finally up, had their breakfast, their workout, and now they're working on their business. Well, that that's a 24 hour job for a Canadian guy that's here in Vancouver. Like that clock doesn't stop. So there's times when you just simply turn it off and get back to them the next day. But it, yeah, it can be very, very busy. And it can also be very slow, which is even more frustrating when you don't get the calls that you're expecting to come in. Yeah, I can see that being very demanding from both yeah, aspects. That's a good word, demanding. What book would you say had the most significant impact on your life? Curious George. That goes back a lot like of years, it. of course. But yeah, I mean, that was the start of me. I, and I'm still that guy. Like, turn over that rock, turn over, open that door. What's behind it? Like, I'm curious. And I have a, a general say with Greg here in this business. You got to turn over a lot of rocks. There used to be the statement, you have to kiss a lot of princes. Well, I don't believe in doing that. So I'll turn over a lot more rocks before I kiss princes. Princesses, that's different, but no, it's, it is that way. It's curiosity. In our business, if you turn over a rock and you find that discovery, that's what you're looking for. So I'll use that term. Yeah, Curious George was a good starting book. And there's only been a few since then, but that, that I think I was six years old and it really fit the mold. I, I just, that's me. I'm always curious to see what's around the next corner. Now we really know how to start the path to become a publicly traded CEO. It's Curious George, it's first book, then you don't have to read any more guys. Just go for it. <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> but it's a good point, curiosity, always being open-minded. Yeah. Uh, knowing that, I mean, at least for me personally, I never think I'm the smartest person in the room. I always have something to learn. There's always something that somebody else can teach me. And really, that is a great way to lead your life. There is no, there's always somebody smarter, but there's always something to learn from. And that is a valuable lesson, extremely valuable lesson. So Mike, if one of our listeners wanted to learn more about Arizona Silver Exploration, how could they do so? It's real simple. I, I put my cell phone number out. I'm not ashamed to, not ashamed, that's the wrong word. Not afraid to. Look, it's very simple. 604-833-4278. I'm reachable on my email, which is rather long, but if you go to Arizona Silver Exploration, the info email will directly come to me. Mine is mike.stark at ArizonaSilverExploration.com. I know it's long-winded, but once you put it in the computer, you don't have to worry about it again. I respond to everybody, everybody. I don't care who you are, you deserve a response if you're contacting this company. And I faithfully get back to people, usually within a couple hours at late. And if I put on my cell phone that I'm away for a couple of days because I'm in the field, I'll be back to you as soon as I have cell phone reception. And what exchange is it listed on? It's on the TSX under the symbol AZS. 
It's also on the OTCQB under the symbol AZASF, Sam Frank.